Hi, everybody. Kurt Schlichter here for Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast that features me and special guest star Irina. And uh, we're, uh, let's talk movies because movies are a big deal, right? We had, uh, we saw a Mission Impossible 48 yesterday. I thought it was adequate. Uh, it had, well, you know what was nice? The complete lack of woke. There was none. Except, except the 110 pound Rebecca, uh, 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 what's her name? Ferguson. She's in everything. Uh, you know, beating up giant dudes. I mean, that, that trope's getting, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you can have all the girl power you want, but if you're 110 pounds, the 200 pound guy is going to beat the shit out. It's just going to happen. Well, well, I'm right. Well, yeah, there's more to it. There's no more to it. Look, there's a thing called physics. And this thing called physics means that if you're, like, very big, you're going to have a huge advantage in strength and uh, power uh, against a person who isn't. All right? It's not just, you know... I'd love to I'd love to do the, uh, you know, she's magic. And, and I'm not saying something like Ronda Rousey probably kick my ass. Okay, she beat the shit out of me, even though I'm, you know, a svelte. I'm not going to tell you how big I am. Holy cow. I did go walk four and a half miles this morning. So. But anyway, I, 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 I still think Ronda Rousey probably kicked my ass. But you know what Ronda Rousey is? You know, the UMC, UFW, whatever the fuck they call it, uh, fighter. She's a freak of nature. She is not normal. This is not how things normally happen, okay? She is not a normal person. Sorry. So anyway, that's the closest they had to wokeness. I think uh, there was no uh, there was no awareness of trans issues. There was no uh, you know pride stuff, though. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise is in it. Always rumors. So I, I remember I was like I was in Kosovo. And one of the things that we would do when we were talking to the gorillas and stuff was, uh, you know, we're from California. We know movie stars. And they thought that was really cool. And uh, they were very curious. About it. They were like, there are rumors about Thumb Cruise. And it's like, um, I'm, we don't travel in the same circles. All right. I'm not a, you know, for, for several reasons, including Xenu. But. Anyway, so that's a thing that occurred. So you uh, you can take it for what's worth. Anyway, entertaining movie, lack of wokeness. Not a huge hit, though, uh, compared to what else is coming out, though. It, it's actually not doing as well as The Sound of Freedom, which is the uh, anti-child uh, rape movie. I, I say human trafficking. No, no, no. It's rape of children. Let's freaking call this crap what it is. And this movie is against it, which means that most of Hollywood is against the movie. Uh, and the movie's made like $100 million. This is like a huge hit on a $14 million budget. All I'm saying is there's a lot of room for conservative movies to be made. If only someone had some great intellectual property, like, I don't know, the people who own this. And someone wanted to put, you know, $30 million into making that as a movie. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, folks. Ka-ching. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, this thing has come out of the blue and made a ton of money. 
And uh, I think that's great. Um, I really like that conservative stuff is is being patronized. Because there's two things. You've got to not patronize the woke shit. You've got to patronize the good shit. I've not seen Sound of Freedom yet. I'm sure I've... Uh, I haven't been to the movies that much. I mean, we, we went and saw... You know, I like to go to movies. I, I like the theater. Except the theater experience has changed. Remember when you were a kid, you go in, you buy some popcorn, you go sit in like a dirty seat, try to not to get like gum on you. Uh, hell, when I was a kid, they still had uh, what are they called? Cigarette uh, ashtrays. People smoke in the movie theater. Amazing. Um, but um, now you go in and you have like these luxury seats, and you kind of go back. And the mic could adjust. It's like my car, except better than my car, and I have a freaking nice. car. Well, not at the moment, because somebody ran into my new car at 800 miles. So I'm in this rental car. Nah, I'm not going to I'm not going to torment you with that. But let's just say I'm, I'm Jack. I'm, I'm very upset. Anyway, movie theater uh, and they bring you the popcorn. Dude comes in. He's got all this popcorn and arena ordered a bucket each. One for a kid, one for her, one for me. I'm like, what am I going to do with a whole bucket of freaking popcorn? Well, I'll tell you why I do it. I hate it. Hence the fact that I, you know, could be competitive when we're on the rails. Um, but, you know, the theater experience has changed. And it is, uh, now it's, and, it, and it's much more expensive. Remember Dollar Night? There was Dollar Night when I was in college. Tuesday night, you'd go see movies for a dollar. It was incredible. Now it's like 25 bucks to see. So, anyway, saw Mission Impossible. It was good. It wasn't woke. I'm glad I saw it. Uh, I thought it was okay. Oh, that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't have a bad time, but it was like four hours long. Movies are too damn long. Just saying. But then again, a good movie is never long enough. Oppenheimer. Supposed to be three hours. I want to see Oppenheimer. Um, despite the fact I heard there's a Florence Poog nude scene. I don't understand that trick. I don't understand the attraction. And the last thing I want to see is her naked. It's just not, not in my car. Anyway, I don't know what that has to do with uh, uh, Japan and uh, dropping nukes on it, but I was for that because FAFO, all right? I just visited Pearl Harbor, not getting a lot of sympathy from me. And, of course, all the webs are out there. You've totally erased the Japanese perspective. Dude, erasing the Japanese perspective was the purpose of the A-bomb, okay? Jeez, what are you talking about? Bada-bing, bada-boom! And then bada-boom again over Nagasaki. I went to Nagasaki. I've been to Nagasaki. First of all, the distances are not as great as you think. You see, A-bar, you think, wow! You know, just everything as far as, like, it, 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 it's actually hundreds of meters uh, where, where the damage was. It, it's not like miles. It's like walking distance. Um, I mean, it's big bomb, but it is, uh, it is not as big as you would think. It's just a very densely populated city, a very flammable uh, and it's in full of, like, mountains, so the effects kind of uh, reverberate. But, um, no, um, in Nagasaki, interesting, they have a museum, of course, and they have everything in Japanese all translated in English. And I'm walking through, and there's lots of stuff. If you walk through their museum in Nagasaki, right, you walk through there, and you, you walk through most of it, you come out going, I don't understand. Nice Japanese kids, the women and gender, they're minding their own business, 
suddenly these Americans drop a bomb on What the fuck? If you go back to a little corner, I call it a fess up corner. This little corner, there's a picture of the Arizona on fire, right? At Pearl Harbor. And uh, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, there, <laughs> there was a thing called Pearl Harbor. And also, you know, the Rafe and the King. Anyway, look, this, this poor, here's a story about Frank Fender who got uh, blown a bit. And um, I'm not, you know, not, not, look, I have nothing against Japanese, very nice people now. Uh, but I had two uh, grandparents uh, in the Navy uh, who may have gotten their asses killed but if they uh, had not dropped the bomb and ended this shit. So if you want a lot of sympathy about getting the bomb dropped on you, um, look elsewhere. But, so you got these leftists go, well, he, he came with Oppenheimer. It's... Okay, got it. All right, I'm sorry. I was getting a special message from Marina who rejoined. Hi. Um, so, anyway. Okay. One of the things is Oppenheimer, no woman talks for the first 20 minutes. And I'm like, what's the problem? Uh, what is the downside? Look, here, here's a simple fact. There aren't a lot of women who were involved in freaking making the atomic bomb. Yes, there were secretaries. Yes, there were wives. Yes, there were few, very few physicists. Uh, but it was primarily bearers of the penis. Who made the uh, who made the atomic bomb? And um, most of them were white. Pretty much all of them were white. Some were Jewish. Uh, many were Jewish. Um, it was. I mean, it, that's just that, that's just the that's just the facts. And it's like, uh, well, you know, when making the trans version, there's no, there's nothing about the transsexual voice within Oppenheimer. Good, because there wasn't one. Okay, they had nothing to say. They had nothing to do. They were no part of it. All right, and there just weren't a lot of women involved, except Ethel Rosenberg, you know, who stole some of the atomic secrets and got electrocuted for. Um, so, you know, there you go. But, yeah, there are a lot of people. I can't find it. And, of course, there's, of course, there's a, they're always telling white men about stories of white men. Why not? Why not the perspective of other races? Okay, not a lot of other races involved in the making of the atomic bomb. Not a value judgment, just a fact, you stupid thing. Okay, because I'm, I'm sick of it. History's history, and if you don't like it, too freaking bad. Oh, have you heard Kamala Harris's new thing? I'm telling you the thing, because I've got to talk about Barbie. Because everybody's got to talk about Barbie. Um... Kamala Harris is going around saying, Ron DeSantis is saying that his teaching in schools that slavery was good. And you know, what kind of fucking moron hears Kamala Harris say that and goes, yes, that sounds like a thing that could happen. Okay? Normal people hear that and go, why, that sounds crazy. I bet there's more to the story, and she's probably inaccurate, because that's freaking crazy talk. And of course, it is complete bullshit. But it comes from Kamala Harris, so what else would you expect? But the thing, the thing I, 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 I just have, I, I'm offended that people like Kamala Harris and, of course, mainstream media outlets who are like, whoa, DeSantis loves slavery. Um, 
think that you're so freaking stupid that you'd be like, well, if Kamala Harris says Ron DeSantis likes slavery, I guess it's got to be true. Because that's the smart thing. I am a smart person of smart. I will agree with that and think that because I am a effing genius. I hate these people some because they're cards. Oh, damn right. That was my favorite. The Dan Rather. History should be taught with you know, based on the truth, not falsity, or some shit like that. And I'm like, well, thank you, Dan fucking Rather. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, thank you for taking that tough position. He doesn't care. Dan Rather doesn't care what you think. I don't care what all you guys who love slavery think. I'm against slavery. Well, Dan Rat, man, finally, a voice of, you know, a voice of courage. Remember when he was signing off by saying courage? I remember that. I was in college. I was back when I watched the network news. All of a sudden, he started going, courage. I was like, what the fuck? Well, I'm glad someone had the courage to say slavery is bad. Talk about being a salmon swimming against the fucking current. It's Dan Rather. He's against slavery, and he doesn't care who knows it. What that dipshit? <laughs> I'm against slavery. Whoa, gosh. There's a perspective. Finally, we found somebody. Finally, we found some guy. And said, I was looking for somebody to take the con position. Finally. All right, you go. I'm going to continue this insanity. Dad Rather! Spine. I'm against slavery, says Dan Rather. Man! Talk about taking risks! Hey, man. Dude, don't say it out loud. It's going to wreck your career. All right. Uh, I do want to see Oppenheimer. I heard it's a, a a good movie. And all the right people freaking hate it. It's three hours long. You got Florence Pugh boobs. I'm going to still roll the dice. Um, it's, uh, I, I just want to see it. It's nice that uh, people are actually watching a movie about history. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he used to cavort with commies. So he took his uh, security, which... I think it's what you do when you cavort with commies. Commies are fucking scumbags, and you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't cavort with them. But he did. Um, he was also against uh, the H bomb or the super. Uh, the the father of the H bomb was a guy named Edward Teller, who makes an appearance in the movie. And Teller was kind of a whippy dude. He was kind of a wild man. And I have an Edward Teller story, which I will share with you, since we're on the subject of Oppenheimer and now we got to Barbie. So I'm working for Duncan Hunter 1.0 on Capitol Hill in 80s. I'm an intern. And uh, I go in, there's this old crusty guy sitting in uh, Hunter's office. I don't know who he is. All right, recognize him. And I said, who's, who, you know, who's, uh, you know, Methuselah sitting in there? And my manager, that's, that's Edward Teller. Now, I knew who Edward Teller was. I said, holy shit, because I was a poli-sci major history guy. I go in there, I start talking to him. Okay, this is 86. All right. So I'm talking to Edward Teller. I'm just okay. I'm not even in the military. 
Uh, he was there for SDI, Strategic Defense Initiative, that is shooting down Russian missiles. And he just starts telling me classified shit. And I will tell you what one of the things he told me. I assume it was classified. He said, uh, not that many people know it, but the uh, new Patriot missile has an anti-ballistic missile capability. I was like, holy shit, what? That was a big deal. That was huge. Nobody knew that. Now, five years later, I would be in the Persian Gulf. Actually, four years later, I'd be in the per four and a half. I'd be in the Persian Gulf uh, with uh, uh, Patriot missiles overwatching for Scud missiles uh, where we were. And, uh, but, uh, at the time, nobody knew that, but he told me about the, uh, Patriot missiles, anti-ballistic missile paper, which was a big deal. And, uh, I kept that secret, um, until it became not a secret, until it became like Patriot shoot down scuds. Um, anyway, uh, Barbie, what can I say about Barbie? Uh, lots of chicks go into it. I saw a Barbie, uh, show getting out after I was walking out from, uh, Mission Impossible. And, um, you know, not a lot of the chicks there look like Barbie. I'm just putting it that way. Okay. Uh, it was mostly uh, adults, not kids, I guess, because this is kind of a PG-13 movie. But it was uh, a lot of people who kind of look like those weirdos, the, like the 35-year-old childless couples who go to Disneyland and dress up in Disney gear and get really into it. That's that kind of vibe, the kind of I want to, like, permanently be a child vibe. I found it really... Uh, apparently it's kind of woke. Hen wants to bring back the patriarchy or some shit. I don't know. I'm not going to see it because I'm, you know, a man. And I have no interest in, uh, stupid shit. And, uh, but, you know, people, people seem to be seeing it. I don't know if they're enjoying it. Uh, but it is, it is apparently quite woke. There's like a trans Barbie. There's like an old Barbie. There's all sorts of shit. And I don't care. Uh, except to the extent that I want to destroy everything that uh, is woke. Um, so Barbie will not be getting my money. I'm not interested in seeing it. it. appears to be a rite of passage for chicks. Chicks are getting together and going to see. I think they're reliving their childhood or something. Whatever. I don't get a vote. I don't know. Don't care. Not my problem. Want to see Oppenheimer, but here's the thing I really want to see. I want to see uh, freaking uh, Napoleon, right? Ridley Scott, guy who did Alien and Blade Runner and all sorts of other stuff. He's still with freaking Napoleon. Uh, Gladiator, he did Gladiator. He's got, uh, what's that guy? Joaquin Phoenix is uh, Napoleon. It's coming in November. It's going to be bad. Because Napoleon, Napoleon would fuck you up. I mean, he didn't have to deal with rioters. You know what he did with rioters in Paris? This is why I love the guy, right? Here's what he did with rioters. He took freaking cannons and shot them with cannons, right? He just blew, blew them to bits. And I'm thinking, okay, homeboy knew how to, uh, how to freaking regulate. Homeboy knew how to, you know, set a standard. And, um, you know, not a lot more riots in Paris until, you know, they stopped firing cannons at them. Just saying. That that's an option that you shouldn't totally take off the board. Uh, is you know he's an innovative thinker, and that's what we're looking for. So I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, this is a big movie based, uh, unredacted with Kurt Schlichter. Uh, I want you guys to go to my uh, our locals page because I have everything. Kurt is on locals, 
uh, the Schlichter Arena is what it's called. Read my columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then, of course, Stream of Consciousness, which is always amazing. That is on Fridays. And um, go get my books. Uh, start with uh, People's Republic and Inferno, the latest Anne Kelly Turnbull series. Speaking of good conservative IP, if that is uh, what you are looking for, you can't go wrong with the Kelly Turnbull series of conservative action novels. Anyway, I am Kurt Schlichter. This is Unredacted. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon.